The Morning Show with Adam and Matt. Well, welcome to The Morning Show. Today we've got lots and lots of things to talk about. If you like surfing, beer, food, we've got it all this morning, including ticket giveaways to the Peninsula Picnic. 98.7, RWP FM, you with Adam and Matt. RWP, it's exciting, it's our first show, are you excited Adam? Yeah, very excited, very, very excited. I'm pumped, I reckon we've got a great show for you guys today. We've got guys coming in from alcohol breweries, rum people, surfers, footy players, everything. We've got them all, and first up today we're going to have the Jetty Road founders and owners. Yep. And uh, following through to Bass Surfboards, much from Bass Surfboards, we've also got Troy Swartz in the footy world. Absolutely. And uh, Jimmy Rum, Mr. Jimmy Rum himself. Jimmy Rum. He's a, he's a walking alcoholic. He's not really. No, he's no, a lovely he's man. No, he's not. <laughs> um, and we've also got tickets to give away as well. Yeah, we've got the Peninsula pic- uh, Picnic ticket giveaway. So if anyone's uh, listening now, the first one to ring in and tell us the lead act will be winning a pair of tickets yep. worth $90 each. So the number to call is uh, 59751234. Uh, just call us up and just tell us who the lead act is. You can just Google it, basically, and then just call us up and we'll give you tickets. Sure, to they're going to Google it. Yeah, they're going to Google. It's a, it's a must-Google situation. Um, up next is the boys from Jetty Road Brewery. Yep, that's right. J, JP and Nick. JP and Nick. I'm excited. Time for a bit of uh, Imagine Dragons now with a bit of thunder. Just a bit, a, of thunder. Gun, a bit of thunder. With the quick fuse, I was uptight. if you're in Frankston. We've got the boys from Jetty Road Brewery in the house. Welcome. Welcome to the studio, boys. Good morning. Make sure you're on. Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the first ever Mornings with Matt and Adam. It's it's an exciting time, Adam. I think you should be more pumped. Come on. Yeah, Yeah, I am. I I can't wait to talk to the guys. Yeah, uh, me either. So you're you're in the studio to talk about, obviously, Jetty Road Brewery. First of all, just pretend like no one's ever heard of you. Give us give us a rundown. Tell us a bit about you guys, what you're about. I mean, obviously you do beer, I'm sure. guessing. <laughs> well, um, probably three years ago, six of us um, formed Jetty Road. Yep. Uh, there were three founders prior to that who were making homebrew. Okay. And that was a little bit earlier on. And uh, we came on board and um, Blake made a very special beer called Jetty Road Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. So we were spruiking around. We only had a few kegs at the time and... Um, our first venue was Portsy Hotel, was very keen to give us a crack, yep. and uh, thank you for them. Um, they now are calling themselves the Original Gangsters, <laughs> which is <laughs> the nice. The OG. <laughs> the OG, and uh, the, yeah, I guess that's where we started, yep. and so we were a brewery just with one beer. Okay. Um, Nick, who is with us today as well, um, has l- extensive um, experience in venues. Yep. Uh, we decided to open up a venue in Dramana in the industrial park. Yep. And uh, with his skill set, etc., we um, had other partners involved and um, we built, uh, I guess, restaurant, brewery yeah. um, and beautiful community space, yeah. which um, still to this day I walk in and uh, look at the place and, you, you know, you <laughs> can see, <laughs> you know, one-year-olds yeah. to 90-year-olds floating around and um, I, I guess, you know, the architect of that is really Nico. So... Um, I'll let you talk a bit, a little bit more about the venue. Well, just going back, you know, one step. Uh, yeah. Tell me, where was the where was the seed laid? Actually, before you got to, you know, open up your own brewery. I mean, there was a lot, a lot of mates involved. Okay, so ago. the original seed was really Blake Grant and Simo, yep. and um, the reason, the origins of the the, the the name Jetty Road is that they were actually home brewing in Dramana. There is actually a road called Jetty Road, yeah. and uh, they were brewing probably a decade ago. 
and uh, Blake at the time was 16, and uh, <laughs> he was brewing beer because he couldn't buy it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, yeah. It, it pretty much created a bit of uh, notoriety around their circles. Um, yeah. Their beer was pretty tasty, yeah. um, and they're not your typical brewers, whereas I used to brew beer just to drink it, yeah. and it used to taste bloody awful, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. They used to buy cheese and beautiful meats and okay. sort of try and pair it with mm. particular hops, etc. and yeah. um, that's where it came from. So there is a famous Jetty Road in, in Rosebud. Okay. There's a domestic road in Dramana called Jetty Road. <laughs> yeah. And we decided to confuse everybody else and uh, open up in Brasser Avenue okay. in Germana. <laughs> Curveball. And one of the most impressive venues I've ever been to in my life. Um, is it true that I hear on the rumour file that uh, there might be another venue coming in the future? Uh, potentially, yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Will we be Peninsula-based? Um, watch this space okay. is yeah. probably right. the best thing to well, do. Well, that'll one. be one for next time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to call it after a specific street and then put it somewhere else again? Or? Oh, why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all roads lead to the jetty, I yeah, say. Absolutely, <laughs> they sure do. And the imagery you've got—where where did the imagery come from? Because a lot of local artists and, and like a lot of uh, cartoon flavour to it, I noticed. Where did that come from? Yeah, so uh, we actually got a local um, artist who um, has got a fantastic um, reputa- reputation. Josh Brown—he's um, heading up a uh, company called the Snake Hole—and um, we gave him artistic right to just walk into the venue, check the space out. We sat down with him and collaborated for some time and said, look, you know, it's up to you. What do you want to do? Um, Didn't really give him a brief as such. And he came out with the Bay of Beer, um, which is absolutely fantastic. And there's obviously the sea creatures in there. And um, we've we've just expanded on that by putting another really beautiful mural in our events room which is, um, I, I like to call him old mate. We, yeah, he does we actually like don't mate. have a name for him. <laughs> yeah, he looks like an old pirate there somewhere. Yeah. Sailor. Sailor, <laughs> yeah, thank you. We'll, sailor. Go, with, we'll or, go with Sailor. Or the old fisherman. Yeah, yeah so tell me, the, the venue's been open how long now? About 14 months. About 14 uh, months. December 20, what yeah, year are we in, no. 2019? So December 20th on yeah. 2017 we opened. And Same you, day as... Uh, Another brewery on the peninsula, actually. Oh, well, we won't oh. mention them oh. at the moment. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, but, they're friends of ours. <laughs> but ha- having said that, um, the venue for me just seems to be growing and growing all the time. It seems to have a lot of events attached to it now as well. Is that true? Yeah, look, I think, uh, again, Nick's, Nick's been um, the forefront of that. Uh, we've, we've, we've been approached by plenty of different communities um, as well as, you know, events of all ilks, you know, yep. whether it's live music, whether it is actually... Um, community environments with Lululemon or the Holt group, which is um, suicide Very, prevention. What a wonderful cause. So, yeah. so when you guys actually started, was that the plan? Was Did you see it having live stuff, community events, or was it, or was it just like, I oh, would we'll start this beer thing and it kind of just evolved? No, from my perspective, it was, uh, it was if you build a, a, a decent venue, good yep. food offering, yeah. good offering for the, for the people, I music uh, yep. and local music, live music. Yeah. Um, a, a space for people to gather. Yeah. Um, we thought we'd grow into that space, but they'll, they'll, from my experience, they'll come if it's a if it's a good offering. Yep. And where we're situated, uh, although it's in an industrial estate, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. It's right at the foothills of the winery district. So if you're going on a wine tour, yeah. It's not you know it's about a two block detour. Yeah. I wouldn't come. Get, I wouldn't get past the brewery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Many people don't. Many people don't. Yeah. But we've got a full wine offering. There's local wines as well. Yeah. And, you know, we've got a full bar. So it's, um, and, you know, Jonathan was saying from one-year-olds to 90-year-olds, 90, 90 I, yeah. I find our, um, our demographic, I call it bald to bald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So having said that, um, the demographic for beer, what is it? 
Yeah, because it has changed a lot in the last <laughs> what fifteen years, I guess, or ten years since you guys started. It has. It started of you know it it was like you know when it, well, when I you know when I was younger it was all VB and stuff, and now it's like oh unless you drink a craft beer. Now it's like people look at you funny if you drink normal stuff. Mm. Um, not when I say normal stuff, I mean mm. more commercial stuff. 40, so ha- Forty-six breweries actually opened in Victoria last yeah. year. Yeah, so, so it just um, exploded. It's, it has exploded, and I think um, you know the general punter and consumer actually is now starting to open up their palate to sort of yeah. say, "Wow, let's try these different artisan." craft industries yep. um it it doesn't just extend into beer it's you're starting to see it with the gin and also yeah. rum and whiskies yeah, and true. um you know it's a really big craft mm. and uh the popularity of i guess Farmgate is becoming more and more apparent particularly mm-hmm. on the peninsula uh people really want to enjoy the whole process yep. of actually seeing where things and the origins are do you guys offer tours at your at your place well would the brewery's just well we're just, just about yeah, to but sort of. just about to yeah. yeah. It's, re- it's 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 we're so busy. It's really difficult mm. uh, to um. Because it can be quite scientific there. It's the, very scientific. Yeah. When JP was talking about how they first started uh, producing the beer back mm. in way back when in Jetty Road, yep. they were more. Uh, we were just you know mm. at university trying to make beer what we could drink. <laughs> yeah, they were more scientifically driven, and they're yeah. still more scientifically driven. Yeah, and getting back to your point with the craft explosion, it's uh, and you know whether it's spirits or whatever, I think it's more quality now as opposed to quantity. Yeah, you don't. You it's know, not just mass production; it's more. Yeah, correct. And people really uh, care about that, and if it's local, it's it's yeah, it's uh, more appealing. Yeah, and do you guys have a, a preference of a beer that you guys? produce do you do you have your favorites do you have ones that you're like eh, not a big fan but the rest of the boys are like it ah, we like it we're keeping it or well that's a great segue mate because um <laughs> oh, i've actually bought my favorite beer in today is it too early which is the jetty road pale ale so these are for you to wrap around your lips maybe after midday <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah. speaking of never too early do you guys have to taste stuff quite early on in the day do you find yourself our brewers do yeah yeah our brewers do but once again it's a science for them so yeah. um Science. <laughs> with regards to the beer, my palate's changed, and I believe yours has as well. And the brewers are now seeing uh, us as well. We were laymans, and now we're getting Excellent. into sour beers and things yeah. like that. So our palates have really changed. So before you started this company, what what was your go to kind of beer? Or I mean, you were sixteen, so you probably didn't have one before then. No, I wasn't sixteen. Oh, sorry, don't meet. He looks sixteen. No, but did you have a go-to before you started this? What I did. did so I you... did. I used to drink a lot of Asahi. Asahi, okay. And um, Asahi was a fantastic beer, Japanese, yeah. really crisp. Um, and then I found out it was starting to get bottled in China, so it was still fully oh. imported. Okay. So I was a little bit upset about that. Then yeah. I moved over to Furphy, which actually just launched. Um, it was very, very small at the oh. time. Didn't realise it was owned by Little Creatures yep. in WA. Yep. Um, it was manufactured in um, Geelong. Yeah. I, I love the shape of the bottle. And I looked at it and thought, oh, this is a good price because yeah. I'm quite price sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Being a tight Asian. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I hope this tastes good. And it did. And um, what I found out when we did actually open our brewery, uh, Blake actually said, you do know that's a pale ale recipe. I said, really? Yeah. Right, okay. Because it was not, I guess, typical of VB or Melbourne, which, mm. you know, if someone gave me a VB or Melbourne, I'd still have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd still enjoy yeah. most beers anyway. Yeah. And do you guys, do you do a lot of... Uh, research by testing other beers and seeing what's good yeah, at the moment. I was just about to say we've just recently completed a sensory training, which was, you know, it was mind blowing for me. Uh, picking faults in beers. Yeah. Uh, and it's so. Our, is, is there such a thing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not wet enough. According to our brewers, that's right. It's not. <laughs> I need to try it again. There's not enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it really it 
it blew my mind as far as uh, I can now taste the differences in different beers. And if I go back to say, let's say, Furfy or a Little Creatures or whatever, for example, I still like those beers. Yeah. But I know why it tastes the way it tastes. Yeah. And um, I think which blew our brains is uh, Heineken actually mm. keep in their recipe, you know, the clear bottle. Yeah. It will get UV affected. Ah, it's okay. part of, you know, part of the, part process. Of the process. Yeah, which is, ah. you know, it's quite... So, and is there a difference uh, if, if people are trying to get your product? They don't. They you can buy it as well. Obviously, yeah, like absolutely. Yeah. So we've got a lot of uh, bottle shops. I mean, the Mornington Peninsula has been very, very good for us in yeah. regards to embracing local. Yep. So um, last summer we literally have exploded in regards to bottle shops are ringing us saying, "Oh, look, we'd love to get your beer in." We're starting to support more craft beer and particularly local beer. Yep. Um, and also going to that length of even supporting Victorian beer. So. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the, the peninsula is really covered quite Supportive. well from, um, you know, Flinders down to Sorrento, Portsea, yeah. up to Cranbourne, Frankston, obviously yeah. Mornington, Dramana and Rosebud and every suburb in between. Um, yeah, which leads you into the fact mm. that uh, Jetty Road, you know, keeping with their uh, local local support are the sponsors, the mm. match of the day sponsors for the uh, AFL South East this season. So it's a, you know, yeah. that's a, it's a huge, huge leap because it's a, it's a big community in winter uh, down here. Mm. And I look forward to, you know, talking. The first match is tomorrow at Rye. So that's going to be what, a cracker. Yeah, yeah, so it's going to be a big day out there. And I've got one for you, Nick, the uh, signature dish. Is there a signature dish down there? Because I've got one, and it's the eye, it? it's the eye fillet. <laughs> it's the best steak I've had on the peninsula, guarantee. Really? And if not, if not in Melbourne, right, Fantastic. in Victoria, so keep keep that one on the on the list, please. We will. So we've got a a, a, a good range of sort of tapas, you might like to say, shared mm-hmm. plates. Mm-hmm. Um, on that, the JFC, which is a it's a it's a fried chicken rib. They just go uh, bonkers. Yeah, I've had them too. Yeah, <laughs> fat chips with gorgonzola cheese. Yeah, I mean, I've had them too. Yeah. <laughs> We've just. Uh, what fl- haven't you had? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've tried the new uh, dark ale. Dark. The dark ale. Is there a dark oh, ale? It's interesting. We're actually bringing one out for Easter, so that was actually being made yesterday. Okay. Yeah, um, okay. So watch this space. That's our annual. Um, that when it came out last year for Easter as well. Yeah. So I think Blake put in 450 vanilla pods into that. Okay. So it's um, quite an expensive wow. recipe. Okay. Chocolate yeah. vanilla um, stout. It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, really? I, can't, I can't wait. And it's like dark like Guinness, is it? Yeah. yeah. Is it actually, okay, cool. a, is it actually being tested and brewed or is, or is uh, it? It's being brewed as we speak. Okay. So, so that's the wonderful get, I can get one this afternoon. No. Uh, <laughs> and how, how does it, how, do, how say if he, someone does create one, how does it get greenlit? Do you basically have a, a sample party or do you, how do, how do you go from, oh, that's okay to, okay, let's do a giant vat of it. How does it get from there to there? Well, I think that's up to the brewers. Um, What they actually do, they're very specific. Um, It's it's quite engineered in regards to the recipes. So once they take that risk, we've got a nano system. So they might explore that in a very, very small environment for a small batch. About a 300-litre batch. And if they're happy with that, then they'll go into a bulk scenario. Um, But again, with, with... our specialty beers we don't actually go into bulk anyway okay. so they might do it's a limited release yeah we have for example at the moment a blueberry sour goza okay. um i think we beautiful have really yeah really interesting beer yeah it's quite fascinating yeah. um i would never have heard nick say that three years ago oh it's, the, and, so that's my that's now my favorite okay yeah. when you say what's your favorite beer the specialties come and go yeah and i'll bet you it you know around easter the chocolate stout will be my favorite so yeah the good thing is, like the menu, uh, it's a uh, moving target, yep. so to speak, and the beer menu is a bit of a moving target as well. So yeah, which you, is good. If yeah, that's right. Keeps it fresh. So yeah. if you you know if you don't if you only get down to Jetty Road, you know three or four times a year, yeah. you'll see something different every yeah. time. Which yeah. which 
disappoints some people. Yeah, because like, how oh, come I you've taken that, that yeah, off the menu? Well, you might favorite. like this yeah. just as much. <laughs> well, no, tell, tell me what is what is going on in regards to events and things at the uh, at the brewery. Well, we have live music every with three nights a week, so Friday, Saturday night, and then Sunday uh, lunch events coming up. We've just had we've just finished all the. We've had Yoga a fair runs. few. Yeah, we've had a fair few yeah. events over summer. Yeah, I so, heard, did yeah. I hear the good beer weeks coming up soon? Oh, that's correct. Good beer week. That's not so much. That's in May. Yeah, that's in May no. with the Gabs Festival. Yeah. Um, we've also got a party. We've got a house party. Yeah. We're collaborating with uh, St Andrews. So oh. we've taken a space in South Melbourne, big yep. warehouse, and oh. that will be a ticketed event. So that will be in the good beer week. Um, week which is <laughs> calendar <laughs> calendar yeah, yeah which is there's a there's a truckload of events on that that's awesome so anybody who's interested in beer can go out and check out all these different events that are going on i think there's over 200 events over okay. that week um and we've called that coastal nomads so we're sort of pretty much bringing the the ninch so yep. to speak um <laughs> bringing that up into south melbourne and uh really going to sort of expose, I guess, St. Andrew's Brewery and also ourselves and yeah. um, a couple of artisan spirit companies as well. Would you so, guys Would you guys collaborate with another brewery entirely and make something together, do you think? Or We've done that. Okay. Absolutely. And that worked out pretty well? Or? We've done two already with all of the Peninsula breweries. Okay. So um, our last one was a Honey Kolsch. Okay. Um, it was with a collaboration with Peninsula Honey as well. Yep. So all the brewers got together and they came up with a recipe okay. and made something. And then the really cool thing was that we all were allocated X amount of kegs. Yep. And then they tapped it all at three o'clock on the Friday. Okay. So every venue had the same time. At the same time. Yeah, That's which awesome. was really cool. That's yeah, a cle- really like clever that. theory. Yeah. I like that one yeah, too. Absolutely. Yeah. So yep. we're, we'll um, we'll obviously be creating a panel here this morning. So you guys are welcome yeah, to stay, hang around, around and sit on the panel and, and get to speak to everybody else that we bring in. I really appreciate having you in, JP and Nick. It's wonderful. You've got a wonderful product. I really have a lot of faith in it myself. I drink a lot of it. <laughs> but uh, that, I don't know if that's faith or something else. But yeah. I really appreciate your time and I look forward to speaking to you both soon. So, everybody, get down to Jitty Road Brewery in Brasser Avenue, Germana, at any time you like. I'll speak to you soon. Absolutely. Bye. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. With Adam and Matt. That's it. Our next guest this morning is uh, James McPherson, Mr. Jimmy Rum himself. Jimmy Rum. Jimmy Rum. Yeah, he's Jimmy Rum, the old, the old salty. We like to call you these days around around <laughs> the, the traps. Old salty. Well, didn't we have a? Don't you have a career in, in uh, naval engineering and sailing? Yes, there was a twenty-year career in marine engineering, <laughs> yeah, travelling the world. There you go. That's an old salty in my book. <laughs> so, is that what drove you for the passion for uh, to being in the rum game? Yes, definitely. A part of the uh, part of the job was to be able to drink rum, uh, along with a lot of sailing I do in my off time. Um, there tended to be rum everywhere I went. So I have to say, I've, I've tried your rum. I think it's two sips, and it's an Uber up the road to yeah. Jetty Road. I think. <laughs> well, if you're Ubering two doors, I mean, we've got to work on the fitness there. I, well, I don't know if it's the fitness. <laughs> ha- what is what is the strength of the, of the rum? It's, it's, it's got a high. Well, high, it varies high. depending on which one you're. At. Our standard rums, are the silver and the Barbados, are both at forty percent, and then um, forty-seven for the oak that's being released on Saturday. And if you're really keen, we've got fifty-seven point eight percent for the navy strength that comes out on Saturday as well. Yeah, navy. That's another old salty reference again. So, <laughs> I want to know um, how long ago did you come up with your vision and the idea? It's been about uh, nearly three and a half years in the making. Three and a half years and three and a half years of research because you're pretty new down the peninsula here, aren't you? No, no, I've been on the peninsula since I was about 11, so we're not going to say how many years that I'm, is. But, I'm, uh, I'm referring to the, the actual distillery. The actual distillery, yes. It's actually only been in Dramana. We were in there about 15 months ago 
and yeah. we've kept quiet and only just opened the doors about two months ago for tours and tastings. Tours and tastings. How, yeah. how long's a tour and a tasting in, in a rum distillery? Oh, it takes you about half an hour, 40 minutes, depending on how long I talk stories for. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you've got some good stories, haven't you? Well, we've had a little bit of fun with you over the week here. We, we uh, wrote a little commercial. This is not you know, obviously your branding or anything going forward, but we've had a bit of fun with it. I thought you might want to have a listen to this for the first time. Yeah, well, Jim I haven't heard it yet, so I'm just a touch nervous to see what's going on. I'll, uh, I actually just played it too early. <laughs> that's all right. Well, that's not a problem. We've got a few more questions. So you're still into the sailing game? Yeah, still very much in the sailing game. So sailing out of Safety Beach and Mornington. Okay, well, listen to this. This will uh, this will be interesting. Absolutely. Hang on a sec. Here we go. Take two. I didn't work again. Sorry, talking about Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll have to have there? a... So how's the sunshine lately? I don't know. It's pretty good. We're talking about panel operators and things uh, like that. Jesus, so, I'm fired no. straight away. First day. I might need a beer. Jesus, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pass, <laughs> or a pass, rum. Pass one of the jetty roads <laughs> over, will you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Having said that, we've also got uh, Rebel Donuts on the bench here. If anyone's interested in a donut, they've donated yeah. them to us this morning. Have a look at them. We've taken a photo of the full box. I dare say we'll take a photo of the, the half-empty box uh, or completely empty box yeah, shortly. Empty box. That's Rebel Donuts who have been wonderful uh, contributing them this morning. Uh, this just in, Adam. I've got the, uh, the ad ready to go now. Okay, let's hear the take new seven. bit of fun. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, here we go. Jimmy Rum. Jimmy Rum. Jimmy Rum. 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 Jimmy Rum. Jimmy Rum. Rum. Jimmy Rum. Jimmy Rum. Smooth, silky, and so unique. It's a whisper in your mouth. Come and have a sip and tour our world. JimmyRum.com.au Station sponsor. <laughs> well, Jimmy Rum, hey? Who's hey, going to forget oh, that from now on? That's rum, absolutely rum, rum. gorgeous. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've got um, I've got a problem there. I've, I've got a 14-year-old who's heard the ad. They're walking around home going, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Rum, Rum. <laughs> so I think it might be catchy, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't sit with your brand. What, no, what's your I opinion? I don't know. A 14-year-old singing with Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum. Probably <laughs> not the best of well, options there'll be, for us. There'll be 48 year olds oh, Yeah, too. well, that's true. I'll be singing it in my sleep tonight. I can hear that. <laughs> yeah, so look, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that as we, as we go forward. <laughs> now, what's the, you've got the name a name for your still. Yes, our still, uh, she's called Matilda. Yeah, Matilda. And why, why Matilda? A lot, a lot of things around uh, our place, they tend to start out as a bit of a joke. And uh, I was trying to come up with the most Australian female name I could come up with, and Matilda popped up. And, uh, but we did a bit of research, and there was a few things, a few reasons. One of them was back in the day of waltzing Matilda, and Matilda was actually the girl on the side. So mm. you can imagine who I spend most of my time with at the moment is a big, shiny copper still. So yeah, she's very much my girl on the I side. Must, I must say, it's, it's a beautiful still. I mean, oh. where does it come from? It comes from Italy. Uh, so at a beautiful place called Trento in northern Italy. Yeah, okay. Well, it would be two stories high nearly, wouldn't it? Uh, probably touching three. Nearly yeah, three stories yeah, high. Sure. Okay, yeah, I like, yeah. Uh, by the time you get to the top of it. So, yeah. so, so with the rum making, was it a little bit like these boys over here, where it kind of started off as a bit of fun and small, a small process, or did you go, look, I'm going to commit to this fully and started off pretty big? Yeah, it actually falls in with a bit of Matilda story from Roald Dahl as well. Just drive into it absolutely full on, and yeah, uh, yeah so, so so big and so, so huge, guessing, and people will believe you. So I'm guessing rum was your drink of choice going into it or you will you something else and you go oh well rum's easier to make than other things no rum was definitely my drink of choice it yep. was the only spirit i really enjoyed yeah and uh what i found through my travels i've been in bars with well over 500 rums in them and you travel around australia and you're lucky to find two or three rums in any bar yeah so um i've 
been around and seen worlds of all different styles, flavors, you did tastes. Tra- you traveled the world researching, I hear. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, about three months traveling the world just to research the project through craft distilleries yeah, through the Caribbean and the US and the UK. How, uh, was, your, how was your liver after that? Yeah, yeah liver wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. That's going to be the best holiday in the world, a drinking holiday. Well, it was all research, you realise. I didn't have to work for this. I mean, there were 70 odd distilleries in three months. So so I had to take Research means it's a paid trip. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know about paid, but uh, there might have been a tax deduction. Yeah, okay. I'll I'll live with that too. So we've uh, we've got uh, JP and Nick from uh, Jetty Raiden Studio here and James McPherson from. Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy, Jimmy Rum, Rum, Rum. rum. <laughs> so we're having a little bit of a chat here, so please feel free to call in and uh, ask any questions uh, throughout the panel show. Absolutely. I look forward to uh, speaking to them more in a minute. Absolutely. And we'll... Go to a song. We'll be back song. after this, I reckon. Okay. A bit of Marvin Gaye. Let's Marvin Gaye and get it on. Sponsor. <laughs> 98.7, 98.3 if you're in Frankston. And welcome back to the panel, the MP panel. We've got another special guest this morning from Bass Boards. Muzz, welcome. Muzz. Thank you, guys. It's good, it's good to see you both. Yeah, it's great to see you too. Now, listen, I, I have a, a pretty pretty large amount of respect for you. How long have you been in the surfing industry? Oh, I've been in the surf industry for 30, 35 years. 30, 35 years 30 in the years. surf industry. And on the peninsula? On the peninsula, oh, gee, probably since the mid-80s. Mid-80s, yeah, okay. a long time. I now. like that, mid-80s. That's sort of like when I turned 18, around the mid-80s, well, somewhere between it. 80 and 90. Yeah, I won't tell you how old <laughs> I may be then. <laughs> I reckon I'm older than you, mate. Yeah, right. So what, what, what brought about Bass Boards? I mean, well... What, what happened was, you know, we found we required a local, you know, a local surf shop, locally owned, locally run. We found that, uh, you know, Peninsula Surf existed for a long time and became part of Rip Curl. So we kind of lost the local identity mm. and we felt that we needed to support our local surfers. And what about the likes of Trigger Brothers and things like that? Yeah, well, Phil and Paul are still there. They're the same. They have their market. But, yeah. you know, I guess... Uh, we sort of cater a little bit more for maybe the younger guys, the performance guys. Triggers have their market and we're sort of developing our market, so it's slightly different. Okay. okay. What's the difference? Well, you know, when you go for a surf, I'm a guy who's in my late 50s. I'm probably the average age a lot of the time, but, you know, I don't see a lot of the younger guys because they're okay. surfing more high-performance waves. Yeah, okay. And okay. us older guys surf the... You know, like, like me, I, my, my board's yeah. 12 foot 6. So. Is it? Yeah, well, I can go nearly that big. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, you've been responsible for introducing wheelchair uh, disabled surfing? I'm part of the, the, the Mornington Peninsula Disabled Surfing, yes. Yeah. yes and so tell I'm me, you had network. an event recently? We had one at uh, Point Leo two weekends ago. Yeah. And we had our final one last weekend down at Inverloch, so... And how was the participation going in, oh, the, in that it's, sector? It's amazing. The the one at Point Leo, we had in excess of two hundred and fifty volunteers and mm-hmm. one hundred and twenty surfers. One hundred and twenty so surfers. It was massive. It was that, that, a massive. That's a big event. I mean, it was. It that's was bigger than the regular event. Yeah. Well, I, I do. <laughs> I look. I do think we run one of the best um, programs in the country. You know, we've we've become very well funded, and uh, we have sort of mostly state of the art equipment when we do the DSA stuff. So it's it's yeah. a good event. Now so, you're oh. in the same area as uh, Jimmy Rum. Yes, Jimmy Rum, Rum, Rum. Yep. And uh, and Jetty Road Brewery. Yes. Now, do you frequent either? I of these? do. I frequent both of those. Yes. Nico's a bit of a worry. <laughs> I've done in the other. I had a, a morning visit to Jim week before last, which 
sort of was an entertaining morning visit. Be, 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 <laughs> let, me, let me ask the question. Being in the surfing game, what, what is morning for you? Uh, oh, this is one it, is, was, it, is it dawn or are you one of those well, services that it's an afternoon? Yeah, I could do dawn. See, the, the problem is I like both beer and rum. Mm. So, yeah, okay. so, well, and I'm not scared to have either at well, dawn. Well, I have noticed a surfboard uh, <laughs> hanging up at Jetty Road. Now, that surfboard was obviously a contra deal for all the beer you drink. Oh, absolutely, yes. It is? Yes, yeah, Craig. Well, for many years there, we may have had a a keg fridge in operation at our own uh, premises out the back that uh, was well well patronised. Best customer, look at that already. So, um, have you making a surfboard for Jimmy Rum as well? Yeah, if we'll have a chat to Jim. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. will come in and we'll have a chat to him, just like we'll probably have a chat to you guys. And, and for those of you who don't know, James McPherson is Jimmy, the the Mr. Jimmy yeah. himself. So look, you have it. We'll have call it a rum board, will we? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll be able to do it. We, well, we might hollow it out and put a plug in it so, so we can fill it with rum. Giant it might sink, won't it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it'll sink. It may not get in the water. I think it might just get tapped into. It'll keep you warm in the water. You oh, won't yeah. have to wear a wetsuit. Well, yeah. That's it. That's yeah. exactly it. You know, and as as we know, our our, our uh, factory spaces are a bit cold, so rum's a good idea for winter to keep us warm. Oh, look, hot buttered rum is lovely. Yeah, I know. I know. It doesn't need to be hot buttered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speak, well speak, speaking of which, um, Muzz, we, we probably should have it at an RPPV board in the foyer here, shouldn't we? I think so. Right, I think well, well, what sort of board would it be? What, what would uh, you think? Well, I'd probably just sort of look along the uh, the fish or the fun board line, something that's uh, that looks good. It's easy to surf if you decide you want to take it for a run. So but, that, is that a know, rum or a run? Both. Yeah. <laughs> a rum run. run. Yeah, rum something run. that's a little longer, a little wider, a bit more floaty. That's what we'd probably yeah. put in here. Or a surfboard so. with a cup holder. That's what you need. Yeah. Well, so you look, can you surf guys and are very inventive here. Surfing beer. Could Perfect. Do that. Perfect Could combination, that. really. And we're all friendly neighbours. That's the best part. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. So you, you do custom boards for people? We people... do. That's what we specialise in. Okay. We, we do do other brands, but basically the majority of our business is custom boards. Okay. So. And because you've been in the industry for so long, what I mean, obviously there's been massive changes in technology and things like that. Yes. What have you, what have you found is the, the most drastic change in the surf community? Uh, it's probably, probably, you know, the biggest change is board we're starting to head into epoxy surfboards now we've always been pe yep so epoxy is becoming a bigger thing in the future it's probably going to be a major part because uh eps foam which is a foam epoxy is made out of is actually reusable recyclable where a lot of the pe foam you can't reuse yep so you know and it also means the wastage will get down a little bit so because board prices have not increased in you know, probably 25 years, yeah. you know, and all the costs around us in, increase, like resins, yeah. everything are all imported from, and unfortunately it's all imported, and when you buy it, it's got to be bought in US dollars, and with the Aussie yeah. dollar a bit in the toilet, yeah. and you're not making, you know, much out of it. So epoxies eventually will be the way, you know, especially as the generation changes. My generation, it's all about hand-shaped, but it's changing in yeah. the future uh, i'm guessing uh board length as well has changed a lot because it used to be long boards a lot really early on the start of surfing and then it got a lot shorter with the yeah look the modern. look nowadays there's a pretty much a surfboard for everybody like we sell we specialize in everything we sell things from tiny tiny little fish surfboards 
right through up to nine and ten foot longboards. Like yep. there's, you know, in the water, as I said, mentioned before, I'm I'm not older now. Yep. I'm often average age. Okay. You know, so, you know, there is a lot of young guys and a lot of kids coming through now, which is good, a generational thing. But basically surfboards, you know, we'll, we'll make anything from little kids, four foot ten surfboard up yeah, to something cool. to suit me, nine, six, you know, yeah. if I ride the longboard. So we do it all. Yeah. And who's the best surfer that you've probably seen in your life? Have you seen anyone who's just like, oh, my God, or uh, someone that you've seen that could be professional that just does it for fun? Uh, yeah, look, there's there's lots of very good surfers. You know, down my way, I guess growing up, uh, guy called Wally Tibbles. Wally was exceptional in the 70s. Yep. He was scary, had no teeth, okay. but uh, he was an amazing <laughs> surfer in his day. Too much rum in the morning. <laughs> Too much rum, yeah. oh, He did play football, and like everyone down here, he did grow up, yeah. you know, Bayside suburb, went to Assey Tech, and that was a pretty scary school in yeah. the 60s and the 70s. Yeah. It still is. Oh, it's not. It's a housing estate now, Assey Tech. <laughs> it's a scary housing estate. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Yeah. So, so Muzz, um, for anyone who wants to know uh, where you live and, and where to go and when you're open, where, can you give us a bit of a... Well, there? basically we're in Collins Road, the industrial area in Germana. We, we are open seven days a week, so we tend to be Monday to Saturday where when nine till five and Sundays it's generally ten till three. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so we're always there, like these guys, you know, if, they're, if their training hours aren't open, you can always knock on the door, someone's in the back of the shed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. well, I've been down there, it's an impressive setup. Thanks. Thanks. And, and how long has it been there now? We've, we opened in uh, November of 2016, so we've been there for two and a half years. Yeah, okay. You know, the development process was a little longer than that, but that's where we've been. So. And what I love about also uh, Bass is the, indi- um, I guess, the independent brands that he's stocking as well. I mean, they've got Patagonia, the range of that stuff down there is unbelievable. Lots of and apparel. A lot of apparel. They've got Yeti brand as well, which makes good um, ice boxes and uh, drink bottles and things. And um, also supporting, like, really good local artists like Jack Myers, who's just launched a t-shirt range and things like that and they make their own t-shirts with bass so it's really cool stuff down there i, I take it you're a bit of a surfer as well oh back in the day i used to try and paddle around yeah yeah <laughs> so i'm a bit of a wuss it's a bit too cold this it, time of year for it, me. Was a, got... it was a trick question because he owns a brewery that's it <laughs> yeah. the, the water's 20 degrees it's not not too cold as i said i'm it's a bit of a wuss yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty wussy i got the no fat i got no fat on yeah, me. I know. some rum jimmy which, he needs some rum over yeah. which amazes right. me he runs a brewery and he has no fat yeah, so well, I don't get that. Come, coming up next, we've got uh, Troy Swartz, uh, <laughs> AFL uh, footballer, and uh, also now Mr. Sorrento has turned entrepreneur. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll look forward to having a chat with him. Please hang around, guys, and enjoy the panel. And I look forward to speaking to you all again in a minute. Bit of Spandau. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the morning panel uh, on the morning show with Adam and Matt. We've got the people from uh, Jetty Road Brewery, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, 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 and Muzz from Bass Surfboards. Now we're going to head over to uh, Troy Swartz, uh, AFL footballer, captain coach Sorrento, Mr. Sorrento now, I would assume sometimes, and now turned entrepreneur. How are you this morning, Troy? I'm good, Westy. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, thank you. What are you doing down there? You sound like you're uh, having a surf. No, mate. No, I wish I was. Um, I've got a restaurant that um, that's going to open tonight. Yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm glad you had the time to ring in and have a chat with us. Look, that you do realise this interview goes for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't have thought so. I reckon I'll give you eight minutes and I'm done. <laughs> okay, well, we'll make it a good eight minutes. Look, um, out of out of the football world or still in it? Uh, 
I'm out of the football world, so I've um, I've decided that football. I'm 37, and the body's just had enough. So I'm still in the gym, and I'm still trying to keep fit, but I'm also probably drinking more than I should now that I've got a restaurant in Sorrento called Mr. Morse. Yeah, Mr. Um, Morse. Give it a quick plug. So we're opening tonight for dinner, um, tomorrow for lunch, Saturday night for dinner, and Sunday for lunch. So that's my new new obsession. Well, uh, what's that uh, doing, filling in winter? Because you've got the Moonraker Dolphin Swims as well, haven't you? Yeah, my wife runs the Moonraker Dolphin Swims, um, and that's going really well. She's uh, she's had a good season. The weather's been great. Uh, there's been plenty of dolphins around, plenty of happy people, which is great. But um, we've also got twin boys that are two and a half, and we thought, well, why not really challenge ourselves and let's never let's let's, let's never let's never see each other, and we'll um, and you're going to work on the boat, and I'll go and run a restaurant, and the boys will just fit in somewhere along the way. So now I can understand why you've given the football the flick. Well, I've, had, I've got no time to do anything. <laughs> I, was, I was enjoying golf a month ago, and then I decided to run a restaurant, so now golf's out the window. Yeah, well, tell us a bit about Mr. Moore. So what, are, what, are we, uh, what sort of fare have we got down there? So it's modern Australian. Um, yeah, it's just share plate, tapas. We're just going to try and bring something to Sorrento that, that isn't currently there, I think. Um, and I've lived in Sorrento for a while now, and... I've been a little bit disappointed with the food scene, to be brutally honest. Um, but an opportunity came up to grab Mr. Morse, and I, I joked to my wife that I could run it. And one thing led to another, and then I got the lease, and I found a chef, and now I've got two chefs in there. Um, and we've got front of house crew, so I'm employing about eight or ten people at the moment. And it's, it's really grown, and yeah, we're just going to try and do good food at a good price and serve people well. Okay. So we tick. Swartzy, I've got in the studio with us here today um, uh, the boys from Jetty Road and also uh, James from uh, um, Jimmy Rum. So we'll probably have to get them down there to, to yeah. savour the fare and, and, and put some beer on down there for we and some rum. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm happy to support all locals and we're, we're trying to support and, and get local produce in um, and we're just going to use seasonal fresh food. The, the menu's going to change weekly. So it's... Um, it's something new for the town, and I think the space itself is beautiful there at Mr. Mawson. The previous owners have done a great job, you know, fitting it, it out. It is a stunning it's, it's got an outdoor fire and courtyard? It does, yeah, courtyard, outdoor fire, indoor fire. So we're really going to utilise that. We've, we've got boathouse cheese on board from Drabana. We're going to do cheese boards and a bottle of wine and sit outside with a blanket over your lap and sit in front of the fire in winter and enjoy your Saturday or Sunday. And now, have you thought about how you're going to run the joint? Are you going to do like Gordon Ramsay style and be swearing at everyone, or are you going to be, be a bit more laid back with the whole process? Well, if people if people listen to me coaching, they probably would say that I'm the opposite of Gordon Ramsay. Okay. But it's not um, raw. Most people used to complain that they couldn't hear me at quarter time and three quarter time huddles, but... Well, I think sometimes well, when I got the boys behind closed doors, I'm sure they thought I was Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> well, so, so, having said that, we've got Adam Kelly with us in the studio as well. Do you remember Adam through the traps in your Sereno days? Yes, yes, I do. How are you going, Troy? It's an exciting time for you, mate. It is exciting, yeah. I mean, look, it's something new, but I, I guess I'm one of those people that likes to do things, and um, coaching took up such a big part of my life, and it really left a big hole when I stopped doing it. Um and I've been a full-time dad for two years, and I needed to fill a gap, and I figured a restaurant was the best way to fill it. You could always have another set of twins. 
No chance <laughs> in hell. So, <laughs> Troy, I couldn't help. Um, I couldn't help but to um, to hear, mate, that uh, you're going to have nothing to do at all with the Sereno Football Club. I really find oh. that hard to believe. Oh, look, not nothing, but I think that when you've been involved as, as much as I have been for so long, it's it's almost unfair. I, I sort of cast a bit of a shadow over the club when I'm there, and I, I feel as though um, I need to let Luke Tapscott do his job. And I've offered him help, and I've, I've said, look, I'm always there. Call me. I'm on, I'm on the phone. Yeah. If he wants to meet for a coffee, if he wants to come in and full, pay full price for dinner, I'm happy to have him in for dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mate, he won't pay full price. You should know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, look, I, I just feel as though the club's going to move forward without me. I'm on the committee, but it's, it's very loose. Yeah. Um, my wife's on the committee as well. We're trying to help the club, but we're trying to help the club in a way that I guess I haven't helped the club before, so we're trying to drum up sponsorship and get new people involved. Yeah, and look, um, I was talking to I was talking to Ringer too last week. Anthony Ring, um, obviously vice president now under Bernie. What it, just I'd love the direction the club's going in, mate. Um, with um, you know, obviously bringing some young blood. You just mentioned yourself. You're on and uh, and and your and your good wife. So uh, great direction. Bring some new blood in. Obviously, it's been ran by old timers for a very long time, and they've done a great job. Don't get me wrong, but great to see a bit of um, yeah, and an old timer. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all good. And, boys. And it's all in good. A, sitting in a studio with this company, it's a pretty. pretty <laughs> I think the Jenny Rhodes talking. <laughs> Nah, look, I, oh, look, I'm not sure if that was a question, but... That <laughs> <laughs> was, Troy. Yeah, Troy, it is, it is a question. Um, they've just okay, been... Right, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure, but... Um, <laughs> the, nah, look, the club's going to go through a transition, and it, it needs to, and the guys who ran the club for 10 years did an amazing job, and one of the big no, things about the club was that everyone who was on the committee, they didn't have a vested interest in terms of their son playing or or their neighbour playing, or mm. they were all just mm. people who were businessmen who ran the club. And, and it's time for them probably to retire almost and get their weekends back so that the young people like Ringer and myself and these guys can jump on board and help out. Yeah, yeah, good point. And uh, look, they'll be quite comfortable sitting up there on the top deck, mate. That's <laughs> no, nice. The, the Chardonnay sippers, they'll yeah. be happy up there. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, obviously, you, you, you do cast a shadow because you're, you're a well-known man down at um, down at Sorrento, and I, I suppose everyone sort of gets up and about just to see your, you know, your face down there, mate. And and obviously, you're gonna you always bring something to to the club when you when you're down there, especially with the young kids. I know um, that Tappy's trying to put some, you know, put some some time into the the junior club, which is great to see. There's not enough happening. Happening of it on the on the peninsula, and um, we've got uh, our first first uh, match tomorrow, mate. Um, thanks to Jetty Road and Bendigo Bank, your community bank down at Rye. We're hosting um, Rye's hosting Pearsdale. We've got a, a big luncheon down there, um, President's lunch. We've got the footy show happening. Um, it's going to be it's a huge kickoff, mate. To um, what's going to be a huge season. What, what's your thoughts just on you know the way the the comp's going to run? Oh, look, I think it's just going to keep getting tighter. I mean, it's um, last year was. It was really difficult. It looked like it was really difficult to, to win. Um, and you had to play good footy to win. And that, that was how it was every week. So I can't see that changing this year in the top flight. Um, and I, I'm not sure about the second the second division. I mean, look, I think it's going to be tight as well. You look at... I've been keeping an eye on the recruits that have been coming in. And, you know, there's a couple of clubs that I would have thought would be thinking that they're going to be right up there with Lang Warren and Karingal. And these Chelsea seem to have recruited pretty well. Um 
So it's going to be tight across the board, so it's good for local footy. It's great for local footy, isn't it, um, Troy? Um, yeah, just just fantastic. Set for a, set for a huge year, ads. Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, if anyone's uh, inclined to have a feed after the game, I, I dare say on Saturday, head down to Mister Morse and see Troy. Yeah, and yeah, uh, call, go on. Call in, call yeah. in. Give me a, give me a call and book in. Otherwise, my chef will kill me if I get forty <laughs> people who roll up at once. No, no mate, nothing right. like stop. putting you under the pump first no. up. And and don't worry, it won't be forty. It'll be more like one hundred and forty. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No worries at all. The chef said he's really happy when he gets. All the orders coming through at once. <laughs> 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 right, I, love, I love it. Look, thanks a lot for calling in today. Troy, I look forward to having you on the show again. Um, no I'll, I'll, I'll no doubt be down there myself for, for a beer and a feed in, in the near future. I wish you all, all the best uh, to you and Tori and the twins. I look forward to speaking again soon. All right, thanks, Westy. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. No worries, mate. Enjoy, yeah. mate. Right. See you, guys. All right, yeah. that was Troy Swartz. Absolutely. And he was uh, obviously pretty uh, pretty keen to get himself busy down there. I have seen him running every day with the twins in one hand and, <laughs> and, and you know, on the phone and the other and well, with a Jetty Road beer and, yeah. and, and, and a surfboard. And, and, <laughs> look, looking for a rum and Eat a surf no, with yeah. all bass boards. Eat so, rebel donuts. <laughs> so that's the way it is. So we'll, um, we'll be back in a minute with the surf report with Mars from Bass Boards. Absolutely. Sponsor. 98.7, you're back with Mornings with Matt and Adam, our very first show. Very exciting times, I reckon. Yeah, very very enjoyable company we've got here this morning. Yeah, the, the, the boys. From Jetty Road Brewery, from Jimmy Rum Distillery, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, Jimmy Rum, 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 and also <laughs> Muzz from Bass Surfboards. Yeah. So, Muzz, uh, wel- welcome, big welcome to you. Thank you. You are going to manage our surf report every Friday. Yes, so yes uh, I am. Let's oh. get straight into it and kick in. Well, like uh, the... The Jetty Road beer, it is offshore this morning, <laughs> which means uh, the surf conditions are quite good today. It was it was a hard call to get into here this morning because the surf is pretty good on the back beaches between Gunnamara and Portsea. Okay, so what, what sort of swell have we got? Oh, it's only a small swell. It's, a, it's uh, only in the uh, half to one metre, maybe a few bigger sets. But the swell is on the increase because when that front comes through later on this afternoon, the swell will double in size on the incoming tide tonight. Uh, well, so that with those storms and, and, and rain, that, that'll bring it right up, will it? Well, it's because the, the, the change is a very strong one coming out of the southwest, so it's going to bring some cold air. Uh, tomorrow morning, there's probably a good chance there'll be waves in the protected spots in Western Port because the swell will come up enough and the wind will probably be a westerly, which means that that Western Port area, more sheltered, will have better quality waves. Today's on the open beaches between Gunnamatta and Portsea, but tomorrow it'll just change completely. Okay, and what about Sunday? What are we uh, Sunday will be pretty much the same. The wind will be southwest. Uh, if you're up early enough for high tides in the morning, you'll probably get semi-offshore clean waves at the protected spots. Um, and the swells, swells sort of going to maintain. Probably midweek there'll be some good waves next week. Okay, all right, yeah. well... Every week, uh, tune in because uh, Muzz will be giving us a surf report on, on behalf of Bass Boards. But Muzz, just on a more personal note, uh, you've p- chosen a couple of songs this morning. Uh, we've had some uh, people pass away and explain to us what. Yeah, well, the two cho- two songs I chose today, Dick Dale, he's the, uh, the king of surf guitar. He just passed away last week at 81. Um, he set the precedent with that. Uh, Fender style of staccato guitar way way back in the in the early 60s was still performing up until early this year so at 81 so he he passed away early last week and then another one Scott Walker who was famous in the Walker Brothers but uh, 
prior to him being in the Walker Brothers, he was part of the Safaris, which was a, a groundbreaking Californian surf band in the early 60s. Yeah. Are you into okay. the surf music or do you find it's a bit of a stigma? Like uh, the surf, people like the surf music or, look, or do look, you like it? I'm into music yeah, and yeah. I do have an understanding of that. I understand, you know, like Dick Dale really, he set the precedent for you could even tie him into modern modern punk yeah. music because it was hard and fast and loud yeah. and, and you still hear traces in modern music now of what he brought. And do you have a favourite surf movie? Uh, hey, my big Wednesday. Movie. There's a movie called be big Endless Summer Two. I love that movie. Do you like Endless Summer Two? North Shore. North Shore to me, it's uh, why it, not Big Wednesday? Oh, Big Wednesday was a good one, but <laughs> North Shore was something I remember seeing it in whenever it was the late eighties, and I thought, what a load of rubbish. Yeah. Well, you have been listening to Muzz, and I have to say, <laughs> it was supposed to be a surf report, but it's now Muzz's surf music and movie show. Well, see, see, North Shore's become famous because with the introduction of wave pools, it, it's based on a guy rins wins a world title on North Shore Hawaii who grew up in Arizona surfing a wave pool. Oh, who okay. would think that was his... Who yeah, thought that no. would be the future? It's, and got, it's got a bit of cool runnings attached to it, hasn't it? You yeah. know, the uh, Jamaican yeah. bobsledders yeah. at the Olympics. Yeah. That's it. All right, thank you a lot for that, Muzz. We're going to... Uh, One of his choices, ducked out. Go straight into the songs. Oh, fiction. 28.7, A FM. Yeah. Mornings with uh, Matt and Adam, our first show ever. It's very exciting. Exciting yeah, times. Very, very exciting. Matt, it's Adam and Matt, isn't it? I thought that was well, not together, Matt and Adam. Well, together, we're separately your Adam and I, Matt, but together we're Madam. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, that's our new, that's that's our our new rock think. band name, we I think it might be. So we welcome back to yeah. the panel this okay. morning. It's wonderful to have you all here. We've got the guys from uh, Jetty Road, from yeah. Jimmy Rum, We've Jimmy Rum, Rum, Rum. person from the Baz, And Baz from... Uh, <laughs> Um, Baz, Baz, Muzz from Bass Surfboards. I'd have to Baz. say Jetty Road has contributed very heavily to the event and the affairs here this morning. Absolutely. Look, I've just got a little bit of a topic to, to raise with you. Look, you know, we went through a survey exercise. A thousand kids under the age of 18 were surveyed and they had a choice, of two, two choices, rather ha uh, than have internet or good health. Good health or the internet. Mm. 997 said they'd rather have the internet than good health. So I've done a survey myself, been home, checked it out with our kids, and it's 100% in our household. <laughs> so it, obviously the survey strength has probably probably got three kids who are asleep. Yeah. So now what are your thoughts on that, guys? Oh. It's, a, it's a changing world. How many people were surveyed? 1,000. 1,000? Yeah, 997. That's a bit sad. Pretty, pretty scary, that pretty scary. That is sad. It really is. It is. So would you think they... A, I would be more interested in beer, rum, surfing. But yeah. now I'm thinking we need to have an internet segment. <laughs> no, we yeah, don't. No, no, we've got to change them. They've got to go surfing. Yeah, They've now got you're to get talking. Out of the, get them get outdoors. Get off the computer yeah. and go surfing. We Absolutely. most definitely do. That's it. So tell me, guys, um, coming into this weekend, uh, Jimmy Rum and Jetty Road, we have uh, both of you open the, the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, live performances or anything going on? Any, any live events? Yeah, we've got live music uh, Friday, Saturday, Sundays every week. Okay. So um, highly recommend your book if you're coming down for a meal, yep. uh, whether it's lunch or dinner. Uh, the place is always pretty vibing. Now, um, with, with that, yep, I've noticed in some breweries, and just as a patron, I get a little bit confused because sometimes there's someone with a guitar and they're kind of background, yep. and other times they're more of a performance base, and I never know what's the etiquette. Do I clap? Do I not clap? What, what, what's the rules? Well, the idea this is to have a jug of beer and dance. <laughs> just dance? Yeah. So it's more of a performance than a background uh, type no, the, the, Look, the, Have you seen this guy dance? <laughs> 
Have you seen this guy dance? Well, he's, he's do he a dance dances. now. It is in studio. We're not. We're not on television here. Do you want to do a dance for us, there, Jason? No, no, no that's, not good, no, that's not good radio. That's not good radio. It's not good radio, but he um, can dance. The, <laughs> my wife's the dancer, mate. <laughs> Right now, okay, this is getting sad. He's, dra- he's dragged his wife into it now, so um, that, that gives us the panel on open slather. So how, how, how long have you been married? Look, let's just go back to the brewery. <laughs> Bottom line is this: um, we mix up our talent every week, yeah. And um, we're talking ab- about the brewery. Absolutely, okay, thank just you. Checking. And and the food. Yeah. And um, I, I, I guess that's what we like to do in yep. regards to bringing different talent every week: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Whether yep. it's a DJ or whether it's like a, a four piece or you know that background acoustic. guitar yeah. acoustic whatever it may be so yeah. um and the idea is to try and tap into local talent as well because yeah. you know the Mornington Peninsula as we all know we live here mm-hmm. uh we've got a shitload of wineries we've got great breweries we've got handmade surfboards we've got artisan distilleries going on yeah. um and we've also got a lot of live beautiful talented musicians yeah and the unfortunate part about that is that there's a lot of venues now that actually don't allow that to happen. Yeah. You've got, you know, those wonderful machines that you press a button and yep. uh, that's taken up that live music sort of scenario. So where do these songbirds and these talented people actually get the showcase to be able to um, play live, which is what they want to do? Yep. And um, we, we, we're one of those spaces that want to encourage that and um, allow live music to be a part of well we've just started live in studio three that we're going to be running i think every month um so yeah i reckon jetty road should get involved in that well we'd be happy to and i I think you know as i said um live music is it it really does um hit hit your soul um it's it's better than playing a record sometimes um and 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 you know when when you actually engage with live musicians etc it's it's just a wonderful feeling. So um, that's what we try and bring to Jetty Road. Yep. We, we were talking the other night, weren't we, JP, at the, um, at the season launch and uh, really the only, I mean, the only venue down south has just been closed down. So, mate, it was really refreshing to hear that um, Jetty Road's obviously bringing it back and, I mean, the more it can get put out there... Um, for the public to go to and like mm. you said a venue for the songbirds of the peninsula to be mm. able to you know go and perform it's so bloody important i agree i mean there's a there's a few wineries that actually also encourage that as well yeah, it's um, not about the wine mate though it's about beer <laughs> i think the logo <laughs> is isn't it always beer oh, it's, <laughs> it's always yeah. beer oh yeah. uh, well um, we're actually and trying rum. to we're trying to we're just trying to rehydrate the community yeah. let's face it <laughs> It's community the, service is what it, it is. is. Yeah. It's a community <laughs> service. And in answer, Maddie, in answer to your question, it's yep. um, so it's about the level. So ah. if it's loud, okay. it's it's clappable. Yep. But if it's soft, then yep. it's just in the background. Okay. But sometimes the soft does an amazing performance, and I'm like, and everyone's ignoring them. Well, you clap, mate. I'm going to individual and clap. Just break out. Break (laughs) break out. That's it. Break out. You can can actually always go up to the actual musician and just shake their hand and say, well done. I really enjoyed that. You don't necessarily have to clap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to clap. I'm going to clap. And we do on the peninsula have a a bevy of great musicians that we should really give them more exposure. And when there's... There's limited events and limited well, locations. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Musk, because Studio 3 is going to be a, a big part of our yeah, world going absolutely. forward. So this is going to be a, a, great a li- live events recorded, uh, podcast uh, yeah. streamed live as well. So they're actually going to get pretty much to cut a record and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a YouTube video as well. Absolutely. Lining up for that one. Yeah, yeah well, plenty of people ble- and want to do that. Believe, believe me, there's a lot of young artists who are involved absolutely. in it. But, you know, we've just had a call from um, uh, from Russell Morris, wow. where he's gonna, who's going to do a live in Studio 3 three in the next couple of months so which uh, 
uh, Kira is going to organise for us. Yeah, so fantastic. it's pretty exciting. So and if anyone comes up with anyone that they think's worthy of uh, getting an, an album uh, out there, we'll please well, give, so it, I mean, give us a call. Especially with you, with you guys, um, because you do have live performers in your brewery and and distillery. Um, it, yeah, it's a massive cross promotion thing where you can have you you guys obviously know performers because you've had them perform in your venues. Um, and to get involved in that sort of way and cross-promote both things, I reckon it would be fantastic, I reckon. Um, by the way, I forgot to mention, again, the tickets. So people want to ring up yeah. for the Peninsula Picnic. Uh, I'm not going to put you to air, but you just ring up the office and tell us who the uh, the main performer will be uh, for that. The number is uh, 59751234 and uh, get your tickets. We've got four to give away. So. Yeah, and you just said, Lynn, to tell us who the lead act is uh, yeah, at the Peninsula, act, Peninsula act, Picnic yeah. is tomorrow. Now, I've got a set of tickets for one of you guys in the studio as well. So we're probably going to shoot to a topic uh, of the week. Now, the topic of the week, the best uh, input here will uh, be taking home a couple of $90 tickets for the Peninsula Picnic tomorrow. Oh, so let's just take a little bit of uh, controversy with it all. Oh, look, I like a Reuben sandwich, if that gives anyone an oh, idea no, who I might be <laughs> at the picnic. Subtle. So, nice. so those ringing in, ask for a Reuben sandwich and muzzle, muzzle look after you. Yeah. Now, I've, I've got a question for you guys. If, if, the, if the egg boy, and if everyone's aware of the egg boy, smash the egg on we the back are, of the yes. center, so the egg boy. If the egg boy had hit a female politician, what would have the commentary been? Mm. Depends on who the female politician was. Okay, let's say with the same views. Pauline Hanson, perhaps. Uh, I think there might have been about four or five people lined up with an egg. Yeah, <laughs> might lined up. Yeah, there'd be multiple egg. <laughs> yeah, men. it would be at least an egg a dozen. Yeah. So I, I choose the wrong person there. You did. You chose. That was a bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very bad well, choice. I think Pauline would have pulled out the Clint Eastwood line, go ahead, make my day. Oh, yes, and yeah. then she would have pulled out a magnum. And <laughs> 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 not a magnum of yeah. champagne. No, yeah. not, no I'm talking uh, magnum ice creams, which is one of our station yeah, sponsors. Yeah. Thanks Ma- very much. That would have been a magnum good, ice cream. Good plug there, yeah. mate. Yeah. While she had a Reuben sandwich in the other yeah. hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, look, we're going to shoot around the room just quickly. I want to hear your favourite bands, favourite film and favourite drink. Uh, you guys can drop the drink. Oh, no, let's hear it. Come yeah. on, JP, we'll start with you. All right, Jetty Road, Pale Ale. <laughs> Favourite band, pretty close to the Beastie Boys. Favourite oh. film? Ooh. That's a pretty tough one. Yeah, um, only, you've only got 10 seconds. All right, uh, it's a Clint Eastwood special. <laughs> Clint, Eastwood. Okay, Clint Eastwood special, uh, a menage. Okay. Yeah, a menage. No, it would probably be one of his old Western movies, High Plains Drifter. Okay, great, great mm. movie. Go ahead, James. All right, uh, it'd have to be a Jimmy Rum Silver. Have to be a Jimmy Rum Silver for our favourite drink. Yes. Uh, favourite band, a bit of an old school, probably Hunters and Collectors or something along those lines. Yeah. And uh, favourite movie, oh, tough one, like a lot. Uh, Braveheart's the first one that pops into mind. Yeah, good movie too. Mars, what have we got for us? Well, mine would be a Jetty Road Pale with a Barbados rum chaser. That would be my favourite drink. Without fail. Or a bomb. Absolutely fail. You could bomb it in yeah, the glass. If you could, if they you, if you could just see Mars and how his hair has progressed into a new shape over the show, you'd appreciate this. Okay. Hey. Favourite band? Yeah. Oh, goodness. I have lots of favourite bands. Uh, you only got one. Okay. Uh, recently, I saw Jesus and Mary Chain, so right now they're back being my favourite band. Okay, great. Great stuff. Yep. And your movie? Movie. It would be a very obscure movie called Lucky. If you can look it up and find it. Lucky. Lucky. It's, Lucky. Uh, it's an obscure movie. That I don't know if it got general release in Australia, but it's a fantastic movie. I'm missing the plot there, Muzz. What is it? Well, it's called Lucky. It's about a 
older age cowboy in the dying part of his life and it's very interesting. Mm. David Lynch is in the movie. David Lynch's son actually made the movie, so that gives you a rough idea. It's very left to say But lucky. If you can find it, you have to watch it. All right, Mr. Kelly, what have you got? Uh, probably for me, being a beer lover, um, I can't go past Jetty Road. Uh, the beautiful, I don't mind the draft. Um, so it's a, it's a newish beer and I can't wait to get down there and try the uh, the seasonal stuff. Um, thanks, JP. And um, probably for me, this is an obscure one, but this is um, probably my daughter and I's favourite film. Um, I just love the way he did it, but it's Avatar, um, which was just, you know, and, and probably The Matrix. So I can't leave The Matrix out. Um, two great movies, first of their times. Um, and then for me right now, um, or for the last three years, has probably been the Pierce Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, good choice. All, all great, all great stuff. All right, so if we could uh, uh, get back to you in two minutes, but I've got to quickly drop this for you. During the week... Jeez, um, sorry, you're a bit loud there. Sorry about that. <laughs> My fault. Okay, during the week, uh, one, of, uh, one of our delightful children decided to uh, roast the, put the potatoes in the oven. Now, I don't know if you've had this before. The, probably the best description is dirt potatoes. So un, unwashed potatoes in the oven. Now, I think I think mum mum handled it really well. She said it doesn't matter. We'll just cook them hard, yeah. and hard it was. So it was it was dirty hard potatoes. But right in the middle, right in the middle, the size of a golf ball was this soft little bit. But to get to it, you needed to hit it. We had to hit it with a broom handle to to break it open. So now, the reason I bring it up, the reason I bring it up. I, I luckily enough had a Jetty Road beer before I had it, but I really needed a Barbados rum to wash it, to wash it, so wash it down. So think about that, guys. Dirt potatoes, one of the favourites of the week. I, I recommend it if you uh, Google it; it'll be up shortly. Absolutely, right. I reckon we'll, we'll go to a tune, uh, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap up the show. What do you reckon? Yeah, brilliant. Look Sounds forward good. to it. Sounds good. Bye. Bit of green day, ninety-eight point seven.